Time. We got DJ Q Bert. Let me get a thumbs up if you can hear us. DJ Q Bert on the ones, twos, and what is that? A tractor mixer? <laughs> tractor. Tractor mixer. the hip-hop show. Uh, Richie Rosen saying that it's uh, video stop. Really? Uh-oh. 
Oh man, video stop. Oh, yeah, I'm afraid to reach over. Yeah. Wait. If we can only do this remote, it'd be sick. Yeah, yeah, cool. Say, um, there's nobody here but us two. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, three um, guys. <laughs> coming start in. all over then. We're just like start all over again. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, it's supposed to be like that. Yo, what's up? This is Shadow Rocket Pro for one of the Floor Gangs and Nothing Neck Tribe, and you're watching the Trades, episode 36. Alright, with Woo! my man. <laughs> with my man, DJ Qbert. <laughs> hey, that's not my fault. And now we have a studio audience brought to you by Mikey Disco. <laughs> Alright, so. If you don't know, you're watching Facebook.com slash Freestyle Session Worldwide. You can find our previous episodes. Last week, we had Jeff Chang of Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Documenting that hip-hop culture for you. And I'm always trying to bridge the gap. I'm always trying to bridge the gap between B-boys, DJs, MCs, graph writers, hustlers, whatever it is, whatever has to do with hip-hop, trying to bridge that gap. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, you're doing it. Yes. So you can check out that, and you can check out my new blog uh, called Get Gary V's Attention, and that's we have that's the daily blog we have up on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash/pro41flgz. We got day one and day two. On stories is day three, and of course we're gonna have the behind the scenes of this whole Trace episode on there for the day four. And you doing it? So without further ado. <laughs> As you know, the guy who is opening up with a scratching, we got my man, DJ Q-Bird. What's up, y'all? Yeah, What's up, y'all? All, right. All, right. <laughs> All right, like I said, you know, I'm trying to always bridge the gaps and stuff like that. I got my nose just like David Letterman. For, the, for all you young people that don't know. All right. <laughs> I need my nose. So, um, you know, just to bridge the gap, just to, like, you know, bring it back to the center. Um... So, when you first saw uh, the hip-hop culture, was it the DJ aspect or was it the dancing aspect? Yeah. It was it was definitely a, a hopping. Right. Back then it was called strutting here in the Yeah, day. yeah. Uh, it's just like the music, you know, it was like, what is all this, you know, like Planet Rock and numbers and crap work and all that electronic music at the time. And were you, were yeah. you like, were you at a house party or was it just like all your friends like bringing cassettes? Oh, and then it was like 1980, I want to say 1982, 83, where kids were like, uh, just like you go to Pier 39 and there's like oh, okay, right, robot right. poppers in the, in, the, in the school like some yeah. kids were exposed to it so they battle each other right, in right, the right. class and, and uh, everyone would root for the, the cool guy even though the the, um, the bad guy was like uh, better you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah the cool guy oh, oh, win. it was like super biased like, yeah totally yeah. <laughs> that sucks that guy's like probably like killing it he's like what because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody hated him so. <laughs> So is, that, is it, so is that your first exposure too? Was like was it around in the pier for a while before it got to the schools, or were you just like uh, yeah, we would go to Pier Thirty Nine and we would just see that all the time, like these robot guys that have all the glitter on, they have like the hats, kind of like a, a, a Demons of the Mind, right, right, circus, right. media circus guys, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it was just like that type of thing. Like everyone was just kind of like doing the same thing, you know, doing a robot or whatever. And, do you feel, like, did, you, did, did you see it on the Shields and Yarnell show first? Oh, that was even even earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, robot yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, way when I was a kid, I'd watch that with my mom. I'd be like, I don't know, super 
was young and stuff, four or five years old. And then, and then all of a sudden, like, what, you saw it in middle school or high school at this time? When, when well, no, I think we used to go fishing at the pier. And oh, would, shoot. We would go drive our bikes. Me and my, my boy would go drive our bikes down to, um, down to Pier the Night, and you see the guys, they have the, you know, the, the money hat out there. Right, right, right. And then the music, the electron, electronic music would be sped up. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they were doing all that stuff, and it was, it was just ill. Man, that's and crazy. And then, so, so from there, you hear, you can hear, like, scratching in the background. Right, right, right. Okay, right. that's kind of like, what is that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was there. Your first introduction to it. Then everyone was like at that at that time in that era was everyone like kind of like the drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. Perfect. Okay. All right. So by that time, were you were you like okay, let me look at this, or was it just like everyone was kind of like into that music and into that scene already at school? There was certain kids, and then they would have. Luckily, we had a uh, high call up. After school, little uh, what do you call it? At, at this clubhouse in um, oh, Park, yeah? Park Amazon. Amazon. Oh, okay, Park Park. all right, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, still, they still have practices they, out there. No yeah, way, man. Yeah, that's, they, that's where I first used to go, and we just go there and just be like graffiti artists and b boys and, and and people that were into hip hop. Kids who were just probably just seen that, that movie uh, Break. What is it called? Um, Beat Street. Beat Street. Or, or Star and, and Breaking and Star Wars and all that. And they would be there and. The whole neighborhood would congregate there, and we just watch all the kids, you know, battle each other. So, did you see? Did you see like the strutting separate at first at the pier, and then maybe like eventually you saw people start doing the East Coast breaking, uh, b-boying, and stuff like that. It was just all mixed up. Like oh, kids okay. would just pop and break at the same time, and you know, it was just all one thing. At and then time. at the at the same time was like all the mobile DJ stuff was going on at the same yeah, time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure that played a big part. It's like supplying a venue for them to like kind of like get down to like. This crazy ass music that yeah. you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. what was like, and that, is that how you got involved into the DJ thing? Where you're just like, did you try, did you try to break at all? Or oh yeah, that's how I came first. <laughs> I, I tried to break first. I tried to pop first, and I had the white gloves. And oh shit! I uh, cut the fingers off so it looked like you, know, you could touch things. And, <laughs> right, right. And um, uh, we call it. I um, I had a fake of uh, Michael Jackson had just came through, and I had a fake right, right. leather jacket was made out of cotton, but it was a Michael Jackson jacket made out of um. Cloth instead of Wait, instead of leather? So it was, it was just like all so, that. So yeah, it was like, I'll take that one. It's only 10 bucks or whatever. Just put yeah, I'm a, I'm a breaker now. There was not even a b-boy that turned. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. And then you were, and then you were just like, okay, so you tried it out. Were you in a crew at all? Or were your yeah, friends like? Yeah, it was like my first crew. We, we had a DJ crew called Lifestyle Productions. But before we were DJs, we were all oh. into. We're all into like uh, trying to break and stuff. Oh, okay. And, so and you guys, you guys were trying to break first before, before DJing. Yeah, way before. And DJing. it was like lifestyle. It was like life. It wasn't right. even the name. Name. Oh, okay. We were just the homies. We had no name and and we were just doing. And everyone had a specialty move. Like right, boy, right, right. Um, he only could do donkey kicks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Just that. Right. Like every time. That's how it was back in the day. That's how it was back in the day. Yeah. And then other boy did, um, I think, a backspin, and the other guy did. Uh, uh, Dino got all the way up to. Um, uh, windmills. Oh shit! And See, back like, then, I'm sure damn, it was like it was like, amazing. Yeah, like the next level yeah, future he was, stuff. He was more of a gymnast guy, right? That I just went out there and and tut it, and then and then this one kid, he was like super sick. He just came out and did all these weird tuts all over his body. I was like, forget, it, I give up. <laughs> First day I went out, like, forget it. This is not for me. Oh shoot! <laughs> so what happened to make that? I guess that that transition from. You know the dancing from your guys, the group of friends you had, yeah. the, from dancing to lifestyle as far as the DJ crew. So they they knew I collected all the records. They're like, hey, bring all your records to the show. I'm mean, oh, to, okay. to, to the garage. I mean, this is one garage party, and I played all the records, and they were breaking again too. And this kid was spinning around, and then he hit his his leg hit the turntable, bam! And it was like, ah, oh, it was so cool and everything. And he was like, hey, check this out. And I was like, wow. And I learned about scratching right there. Really? Oh, okay. Because I thought scratching was, you, you moved the, the needle right, across right, the right. record. I didn't right, know right, it was right. you used the actual sound. So I was like, oh, that's 
That's even better. They can fuck with all these different. Sounds. And after that, was just like hooked. I was hooked. I was learning how to DJ, and then I was like, I was. I learned my little little. Like, I learned that. That was my first scratch, and then um. And then so uh, this guy goes, hey, I want you to meet this guy, um, Mixmaster Mike. Oh, like, shit. Here we go. Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll show him what's up. And then I go. <laughs> and then Mike goes, oh, let me try that. He was like. Damn, back then? Yeah. And I was like, damn. damn what? I forget it. I guess, should I give up this one too? <laughs> <laughs> but no, wait. So he was already on like, like, like that advanced. Like, who are the guys at the time for him to like pick up something like that. So Mike, Mike was just, he's always been into music ever since he was a kid. All his relatives, them, they were all into like soul music and funk right. when he was a kid growing up. Right. And so he started DJing like, I'd say about half a year before me and he kind of got all all the scratches on that uh, Rocket song. Okay. Right. Yeah, all right. So he got, give, a, got give a shout out to Grand Mixer DXT. DXT, yep. Yo, original B-Boy, give a shout out to his partner from Gun Hill, Charlie Rock from Zulu Kings. He was what talking about he was talking about that that was his road dog battling people everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Going, yeah, so it's like give a shout out to him. So yeah, so he was like, so it was the Herbie Hancock record and he was just copying. Like yeah, Mike, Mike just, got it all down packed and I was like, damn. That, and But he took it, made it a little faster. So he was like already like way advanced. So his whole thing was just what? Breaking down all the scratches from Rocket and then just, let's see if I can do it fast. I mean, he was, he could mix. Mike could do it all in, in music as a DJ. He was a super advanced DJ and he was kind of pretty much the first one that got me into, okay, this is... I gotta learn about it. You know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna follow this guy. I'm pretty right. much gonna bite all his shit right out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so the whole thing is like when you when you're doing that, when you're like doing the scratching thing, and was like, were you mixing first or you just started with the scratch? So both mixing and scratching all at the same time. And then did that help as far as the technique, as far as scratching, or were you trick mixing a lot? Were you like doing trick mixing all of it, everything all at once? Like whatever I seen, I absorbed it and I just got into it right away. So what, what year was that when that was all happening? That's 85. 1985. 1985. Dang. Yeah. So when you met Mike, it was yeah, like a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that's tight though. That was like what? So that was like 30 years ago, right? 31 years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Ago. That's yeah. crazy. So, and you guys were like a bunch of kids. So you're just like, you guys were years old. And you guys were like creating stuff yep. like that wasn't, hasn't been done at the same time as learning and picking up that's all these correct. different hip hop records and seeing their styles, seeing like, Cash Money yeah, and yeah. like and like uh, like who Joe, are the guys? Joe Cooley, Wait, Jazzy Joe Jeff, Coo okay, Latin. Latin. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like how it is. First, you learn all these guys' style. You bite all their shit when you're a kid. You know, you learn all the shit. And then as you as you learn it all, then you start going to your own stuff. It's just like being a kid. You know, right. you copy your big brother them and, they, and mannerisms. And you get older and you develop your own personality. That's, right. just, that's just normal. So were, were you were you like I'm gonna battle these guys one day? At that point, even Hell, when you were no. <laughs> I was like scared of everybody. You know, but but I wanted to learn all their stuff right, and make right. it better than. Anyway. Right, 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 right. So, so you're just into that, that innovation versus just like, I'm gonna just take it to them and like rip their heads off. No, no, no. It was more about just taking everyone's technique, combining it into mine, and adding mine on top, and advancing all of that too. And then right. creating my own stuff. So it's like, it was just like a triple, double, quadruple, you know, um, take it neck to the next. All so, the so what led to like, I guess, the DJ battles? Like, what made you go, like, okay, like, all right, like, it's like, I think I'm ready. Like, I've been practicing and picking up everyone's styles and stuff like that. When was it, when were you like, okay, I'm ready to go in front of a crowd and just do the, like, just do a, like, a battle set or like a set put together? I, it was pretty much battling from, from the get go. As soon as I, as soon as, um, you know, kind of like, I don't know, but it's like a, a natural instinct to battle. Like, when I first heard Mixed Match, like, oh, I'll battle this guy, you know, I gotta take him out. Right, right, right. And the next one, uh, I'll battle this guy, I'll take him out. I always, I always lost every single battle. And oh, so really? I would learn something from every one. Ah, oh, there so you go. That, that was like, that was the thing for me. I was like, I don't care if I lose, I want to learn something. So it was more about um, 
you know, getting schooled on purpose. You know? yeah? yeah? Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, by, so by that time where you were like, okay, was it more like, I'm just going to go do a competition? Mm-hmm. Or were you just like, no, I'm ready, I'm ready to take it? Was like the mindset like, I'm going to take this? Or was like, let's see where this goes? Was it- yeah, I was, I, was, I was pretty much losing all of these battles. And, right. since, and I had to, you know, so for some strange reason, when I was about 18, um, after three years of doing it, I, I met a like a Buddha, an actual person, a real spiritual person. Really? Who was my psychology teacher in school. Oh, she wasn't really a psychology, she was a psychology teacher, but she was more of a Buddha. Wow. Like, she knew about life. And, wow. And so I said, hey man, how do I, you know, not man, but hey, man, how do I, how do I win a battle? You know, I want to win a battle for once. And she was like, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, it only matters if you hone your skills. And this is at 18. At 18, I said, okay. So the next battle I went to, I was like, I don't care if I win. I'm just going to practice like crazy and right. do as best I can. Right. I don't care if I win. If they win, it's all good. Right. And I ended up winning. So every battle... Yo. Was, yeah. Yo. Now, see, now, that, now that's... Would you say that was the breakthrough? Every battle I went into that I didn't give a shit and I only practiced as hard as I could, I always won everything. And as soon as I, like, I don't need to practice no more. I'm good as hell. I would lose. <laughs> always lose. See, and that's what's important. As this could relate to like b-boys, anything. Like you know, yeah, like, yeah. like for me, same thing. For me, it was the same thing happened. Like when I cared about like, oh, I need to like impress this person or that yeah, person. Always, yeah. But once I were like, when I was like, yeah, like you know what, I'm just gonna do me. I just have fun, and, and it's just like the best comes out. Even if yeah, I lost, right. the best comes yeah, out. Yeah, even right? if you lose, it's fun. Everyone's like, hey man, you should have won. Yeah, right, 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 right. That's dope. So you carried that on, and that's when you start really like. Taking people's heads too—that's the thing. Like, yeah, but there was a lot of times when I, you know, you get you get like confident and too confident, and, and you, you know, you, uh, you cry after. Like, oh, I lost it! Yeah, yeah. So, the, so that's what's leading to my second question. That's only that's only the first question. Um, you talked about a little bit the, the spirituality now that we're talking about that on the hip hop golden age uh, interview. Mm. So let's talk about that. We're talking about like how you opened up as far as like you know you kind of let go of like you can see your ego or whatever of like or like even your goals like it's my goal to be this. It's just like no, I just gotta just do me and yeah, I just yeah, gotta yeah, concentrate. Yeah. So did that carry on to a different? Did that grow your spirituality from that point? Oh yes, yes, yeah. A lot of things, other things she had taught me too about just life in general. It's, it's like I it got me all into all these uh, um, like. You know, philosophy, right, 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 right. Like, uh, you know, how Bruce, you get, like, just get a, a book of Bruce Lee's philosophies, right? right, right just right. read all that, that's that, that'll take you to the, to the next, and um, and then you know, all this uh, stuff about like I would learn about music from all these different countries, right, and I would right. put that into my music, like, oh, right. look at this country, they use like they're in the five, five time signature, right, and, like right, Turkey right. or whatever, right, right, and this other place they're doing like 12 time, and you know, because we all we're always in four, you know, yeah, one, yeah, two, yeah, three, right, right. four, but these yeah. other places, like. One, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, right, five. Right, you know, right, some right. different numbers, and it's right. like, oh shit, it's all fucking math. Right, like, right, right. One, yeah. Three, what did you fucking say? One, two, right, three, right, 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 right. So I was like, oh shit, it's all this geometry shit, so. That's real. Nah, yeah. that's how I look at forward. Like, yeah, it's all numbers. So, yeah, 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 big time. Right. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, then it's like, you have your mechanics, then you just like let go after that, and you get into the zone. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you talk about in the interview too. You talk about like going into the zone a lot. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Did you discover that? What, like, because you went from like, let's say, like, 
when you when you talk talk to that teacher and they were like just do your best and when did you start feeling like getting even out of that than just in this physical reality you started going yeah, yeah. Like, well I started learning about like um, uh, music from other countries and I'm like fuck what does it sound like with, on music from other planets you know yeah. so I started reading, <laughs> looking, hunting and hunting for all these alien books and extraterrestrial life and what they do on their planets and stuff and I got into all, all kind of nuts ass stuff and, right, and right. it just was like that, that really you know taught me a lot about life and, and scratching and music and but more about just like whoa what's going on in this whole universe right stuff. right it's, it's crazy yeah so you feel like you feel like you channel some of that energy in so when you're like expressing yourself as far as the scratching or whatever whatnot. i mean we pretty much are all channels you know we're all connected to to god <clears throat> and so it's like all all this stuff is, is coming into us and it's like that that brings you to health you know if you right, want to right. be a really good channel you gotta like take care of your health and you drink a lot of spring water, bless your water. Right. And it's scientific, you know, you bless your water, you see like the water turn into crystals, so it's not like uh, some woo stuff, it's actual right. science and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you're mixing science with spirituality and you're eating all this uh, like non GMO foods and foods that are sustainable and animals that are raised right. And you know, you wanna bless the animal, thank the animal for, for right. its, its uh, whatever food that yeah. it's supplying. And, and you know, the. Um, Tribal people do that too. Right, like, you ever right. watch, um, what's that movie? Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Avatar? Yeah, know, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Now, and it, you know, and it goes just because this guy is like older than me, and you guys all know I'm old as shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if this guy looks as good, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> if this guy, if this guy looks as happy, like, I don't want to say your age or anything, but this guy's like, he looks the same since, like, 93. Are you tripping? Ch nah, check it out. Look on YouTube. Look at <laughs> DJ Qbert, DMC 93 with Mike. He still pretty much he looks, looks younger. Same. That's crazy. Now, That's crazy. He didn't have the facial hair now. <laughs> you know what? You want, you want to see? Bring back. He used to wear a beanie. He used to wear his hat and then wear a beanie on top. You guys see that come back? <laughs> Don't put <What>? that clip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna pull it that clip. <laughs> Not right now, but later. But then, like, we're gonna bring that fast. My grandmother's a bee. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, the, so the whole thing is like, you start to get into like, you know, you won the DMC, and then you got retired to DMC. Was that '95? Uh, I think yeah, '95. They wanted to be judges already, so we're like, all right, cool, we'll just and then we just got into other stuff. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that took us like, okay, so fuck, we're we're really hardcore battlers. We're we gonna put that energy. So I, I put it into making that uh, movie, uh, Wave Twister. Right. Yeah. So Wave Twister. Like, oh, I'm battling all these DJs. What you can do with this now? I made a movie. But then it was, you know, <laughs> that's real. Yeah. That's but, real. You're still here. You're still like one of the la like I want to say the last scratch guys, but you're like one that like just gets paid to scratch. Like, huh, not a lot. Not a lot of people like. Could say they do that. There's a few, but I can't even think of anyone no, off the top of my head. There's a lot, you know, like in the underground and stuff. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like even like EDM DJs give it up to you as far as like, oh, you know, I saw this interview where Strange I forgot the DJ thing. that was like, yeah, I'm not the best DJ in the world, but like the Scratch Pickles and Hubert and them, they're doing like next level stuff I can't even touch and stuff. That's weird. Yeah, that's you know, and that's why, like I said, you know, this is education for the kids out there to know because, like, that you know how it goes. Like, it's a new generation where it's like so much information out there. It's like I'm trying to play a, like a funnel to like you know do research on the guys that came and helped innovate a lot of stuff that's going on right now. Okay. Especially, that, especially when you're talking about you know talking about mathematics and geometry and stuff like that, and spirituality. I think oh. that's important because that's definitely what like a you know hip hop is like you know. Definitely like a, pl a platform where we channel that energy of creativity 
and that that's it, you know has an indigenous feel, but yet yeah. it's like urban. You oh. know what I mean? But that's just like that connects to our tribal ancestors and stuff like right, that. Right, you know right. what I mean? Huh. Like I don't know. That's that. And that's the whole point. Like doing this show and doing interviews with you and stuff like that. That's so cool, speaking of that, like you just said that uh, funnel thing. I was tripping off that because they they had these uh, and Mikey Disc was talking about how the pyramids of Egypt are actually. Uh, you know how you have a funnel, you pour right. wine in right, right, right. So the the uh, pyramids are shaped like an upside down funnel and right. so they, they take this energy it's called levity you know like there's gravity right, which right, goes right. down and then there's levity that goes up and then so it takes this levity and it cures like cancer and all this stuff oh sure it heals all this like if you have a cracked crystal right. and you put that in the pyramid like the next day it'll really be fixed yeah it's like kind of like just fixes all the geometry of stuff Dang, and that's so, crazy. So, like, uh, if you ever see those kids with the dunce hat, right, 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 right. So, what that actually does is making them smarter by putting on that that pyramid hat because it's making the that energy go there. So, that dunce true. hat is actually a good thing. <laughs> that's opposite. Yeah. See, this is it's the opposite. You thought it was like there to punish you. Actually, you're making you're getting smarter. Help you, yeah. But it's just more like, but you're probably getting smarter as far as like all around internal energy, as far as like you know being inspired and like. Following your path and you know all that type. Do you believe in that as far as a path, or do you feel like it's more of a freestyle? It's both. It's it's like it's a symbiotic relationship of everything is planned, of course, because God made it that way. Right. Then within that plan, you have free will. Right, right. Stuff. But you know, it's like oh, so it's, it's like you can, play, you can kind of play with the road that you're going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I want to go over here, but you're still like direction is still like yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever you love to do, that's pretty much your path. And if you can make the world a better place in that what you love to do, then you're on. Right See, now. and that's, that's okay. Yeah. That this is where I'm going because, like, you know, I always tell like people, like, you know, people that I really like admire or are inspired by is one George Lucas. Uh, and you, because you did it without, like, you know, I'm sure you had opportunities to work in the music industry mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know, work with a group or a band that says, hey, let's do this, but you're like, nah. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you yeah. kind of stuck to your guns, like, I'm going to do scratch music. <sighs> a lot of times, yeah, like, oh, man, all I got to do is sell out stuff, and it's like, oh, I don't know, it's just, oh, you know. So, so yeah, like, I feel right, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, so you just went like, like, with that, yeah. like, as far as, like, and we're talking about, like, you know, I don't want to mention any names, but we're talking about pretty much prestigious like groups that want to like take you on and like be our DJ. Oh man, yeah, it hurts. Like it's like, damn, should I have done it for a lot of money or should I stay with the art? You know, and I've right. seen a lot of artists like, damn, why do they sell out? Ah, oh, they suck yeah. now. Like, right, right, right. Like yeah, they might have you know whatever like a bunch of fame all of a sudden, but then they would fall off right after. Because, yeah, because everyone would be like, damn, they they went that way. They that's whack. You know, right, like right, right. you know some like really hardcore groups that were like super hip hop, and then all of a sudden they just went. Like Hollywood, and just like ah, it just ruins it, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So I, was like, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Okay, all right. Okay, so uh, before we uh, do, we have any questions out there in the audience? We did have one. All right, uh, yeah. Someone was wondering how Hubert got his name. How did you get your name, Hubert? Oh, back then there was a, a bunch of video games called Dig Dug and Pac Man and and whatever Hubert. That's kind of just it came from that. Just because your last name was like. No, his last name started with a Q and. That's pretty much it. I don't know. It's kind of why. I, I was like, did you, did you do a b-boy move that was like a keyword? Did you no, pass around? I, I didn't even want to, uh, I didn't even want that name. I, I wanted, uh, you know, to be like Rip Clark. <laughs> some, some sick, you know, but but they were like, I did a, I did a show at the school and, and my nickname at the time, they kept calling me keyword because I was like short, fat, you know, the character, right. big nostrils. <laughs> so they were like, oh, hey, Hubert, and they said, and you were you were pretty good at the show, and I was like, no, that's not my name, and then, then walked around the hallway, hey, yo, Hubert, man, good show, I'm like, no, that's not my name, I'm like, Savage Sam or something, you know, I want to have <laughs> Savage Sam, hold on, I'm trying to think of a name, and then 
the bending and stuff. No, but it was like it transcended definitely like the time. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, kind of sticks, and you know what I mean? It's I like mean, if someone was sick at scratching and their name was DJ Shithead, it doesn't matter. It's like that <laughs> shithead was sick. You know, so it's like one of those situations, right? No, I hear it. So uh, before we do the, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna do the rundown of all the little uh, or big events that are going on around the world. Uh, what do you guys say to our audience out there? Yeah, just you know, keep making the world a better place with your skills. You know, just have fun with it and be unique. And I don't know, what's right. the audience right now? Like two people? Yeah, we're still talking to ourselves. Yeah, we're right. still talking. It's cool. We'll <laughs> catch on that you know, later on. All right. So, where can they find you on your social media? Oh, uh, just go to at DJ Kubert on Instagram and at DJ Kubert on Twitter. All right. And and we have a company called ThudRumble.com if you want to get scratch records and stuffs like that. All right. So, Kubert Scratch University. We get. Do DVDs, all kind of stuff. Alright, all right. so let's do the rundown real quick. So this weekend in Herlene, Holland, we got the notorious IBE, August 4th, 5th and the 6th. Street Festival, Full Work Battle, don't miss that out. Don't miss out. <laughs> yeah, that's a loud <laughs> next week. <laughs> next week in Miami, Florida, we got FanFest, August 11th and 12th. Flipside King Reunion, give a shout out to all those guys out there. Alright. Of course, if you like the biker bar version of breaking, we got the Concrete All-Stars. August 19th in Los Angeles, California. And of course, at the end of the month, we have the Freestyle Session one-on-one undisputed U.S. qualifier. Give a shout out to Cross One. Cross One, what up? Yes, sir. And that's August 27th. That's at LA, uh, Los Angeles. And finally, in Honolulu, Hawaii, we got the Melting Pot. September 1st to the 3rd, we got exhibition battles with Hijack and Vicious Vic and myself versus Skillroy. The old Ooh. man battle. We're going to have the oh, best man. old man battle out there ever. Damn. No. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> you see that crazy legs one versus the other guy? Star. 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 What do yeah. you guys uh, think about that? I loved it. Good. I liked, was, uh, it, was there another one after that? Yeah, it was KML versus Ivan. How was that? It was okay. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why you guys say that? He, it was too much theatrics. Oh, too much theatrics. Yeah, but, but KML was hurt. Yeah, he was oh, hurt too. He was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, I mean, honestly, I'm trying to like, like what you said, yeah. uh, Skillroy from Hawaii. Yeah. He's like 47, yeah. still in shape. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He like, he, he street dances every Skillroy. day. Skillroy. Yeah. yeah, from Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's with Rich in them. Yeah, uh, he's with Rich. Leonard in them. Leonard, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, he's okay. with ABC. And I, you know, I know he street dances every day, so I've been training, so I've been documenting my training. What's ABC stand for again? Uh, I don't know. ABC Breakers, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I'm not, a uh, breaking crew. Yeah, from Hawaii. <laughs> Give a shout out to 808. So yeah, I'm training for that. So like you said, you know, I'm not going in for the win. I'm just going in to do my best. Yeah, and, and I know he is too, so I know that's what's going to make the battle good. Yeah, yeah. All right. So this has been The Trades. You can follow me at facebook.com slash profo1 capital flgz or on instagram at profo underscore flgz and check out hashtag get gary b's attention vlog on youtube all right peace and yo check us out later. too at uh, oh, yeah. our school dr octagon is uh, going to be at um, outside lands what's the date of that do you guys know I think next, week next, week. Next, next week the 12th next week the 12th yeah we'll be there and I, i'm doing some on sunday too um at outside lands too by myself so we got Two uh, yeah. Come check that. Maybe I'll play some B-boy music for this guy. And... <laughs> if you can hook it, you can hook it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace, and see you guys later.